Hello, Internet, and welcome to another kind of episode of the Untold Talks of Spider-Man. Here it is, the finale of Volume 2, Web of Spider-Man. We've already covered the B stories in these books, but now we are covering issues 11 and 12, which is a Black Cat Mary Jane team-up called The Exterminators. Spinning out of the events of The Extremist, which for our sake is essentially two episodes ago, uh, Peter was tracking down whoever gave him his powers despite the fact that he wasn't really immune which is part of that whole story so go back to that episode if you want to check that out and it's it was from someone who is known as Doc Trauma which we haven't met before but Mary Jane knows Spider-Man's been taken in has a very limited amount of information and is hiring the black cat to help her out because it's going to get dangerous. But the initial part of this comic is Black Cat and Mary Jane meeting for the first time in really a while. So we're pretty much a year into one more day, so kind of near the end of the era. And this is a pretty big deal because this is still while Black Cat is in the throes of the spell that kept everyone's memory of Peter's identity away from them. So whereas we got re resolution for this in the Spencer run, we're kind of seeing more of the effects of it here than I feel like we got from most other comics. Uh, because more Spider-Man history, there is a time where Felicia Hardy was dating um, Flash to get back at Peter for choosing MJ over her essentially. So there's this whole drama point, but that would be a big point for her, maybe not her brightest moment, but uh, there's this whole history with her and part of her dating history, and essentially without her being able to remember it, like, it's a part of her life missing. Like, the weight of that is kind of felt here and not fully addressed here, but kind of in a different way. So... All right, um, so they meet up and MJ is trying to hire her or hire the Black Cat, which she does. She thinks she can just get Black Cat's help, but basically Black Cat's saying, no, you have to pay me <laughs> for me to help, uh, which is something. And MJ's kind of silently judging her and remembering all this stuff through the time, but it's she's unsure as we the reader are kind of unsure where the line is with black cat's memory here 
So I, I feel that's kind of like the continuity character in this story. And I realize I skipped over it, so let's just do it now. Creators across both these issues, Fred Van Lente writing, Pepe Lorez art, Andres Mosa color, and Clayton Coles of VC for lettering. All right. So once they're on the take, um, MJ has a connection through her fashion modeling that will lead her to Doc Trauma because Doc Trauma is also helping like models and actresses look good, basically. Um, the new the new it thing to do. Um, in in bringing this up though, um, Black Hat kind of has a weirder relationship with MJ right now because she knows MJ not from their personal history as I previously discussed but because MJ is the host of some fashion show on the estrogen network and Black Hat makes a point of like calling it the estrogen network is a kind of crummy thing for you know a woman's channel MJ just says it's not my department and there's a lot of little things in here that are kind of playing with you know it's the girls and all that and they're very catty with each other and it's it's very kind of tongue-in-cheek and it, it seems like it could be fun but some feels like it might be a little outdated now and i want to give this story the benefit of the doubt um it's basically a decade old at this point just a hair more and it it's kind of hard to remember that i mean a decade ago feels recent to me now because i'm ancient but uh in a, in a lot of ways, for me, especially for Spider-Man comics, this feels just like a couple beats ago, you know? And it's funny how much has really changed, and this is a pre-Me Too comic. So I feel like even if we had the same author doing this dialogue, it would be different now, just because the general public consciousness around this has changed, certainly in the world of comics. And it's not like this was gross or anything was, you know, quote-unquote problematic necessarily, though I'm sure someone could find something to take issue with. Uh, I, I just think, you know, it's fun. Some things don't always hold through the test of time, and there's maybe a couple lines you just roll your eyes at more here. So, you know, fun, but showing its age already a little bit more so than some of the other stories we've covered i felt it was important to bring up especially because it's as much as i just want to let it go it is kind of unfortunate because this story could have been so much more if we could kind of make it more a part of continuity uh just because it's such an interesting point to have these characters come together and have a true moment together you know sans peter it, it it's an interesting thing to see these two characters and these two women of Peter's life kind of forge their own relationship. Especially now, because they're both exes. So, when I say now, I mean now in the context of the comic. So, as MJ's following up on her lead, uh, Black Hat spies that uh, the two, uh, MJ and the lead, are whisked away by these goons who look very similar to the beetle, but they're kind of in these animeified beetle costumes. Uh, they look pretty sweet, but Black Hat takes them out. And then from there, 
MJ's gotten the attention of Doc Trauma uh, and has her contact through the leads, so we're able to follow through. But we end on the cliffhanger of bum bum bum, Black Cat is working with Doc Trauma, but that's quickly resolved in the next issue when it's revealed that um, right after or near after the timing's kind of dubious on purpose for due to rubber band timing of marvel but black hat was looking to get her bad luck powers back basically and so he's uh black hat saw doc trauma out and uh as mj's figuring it out she's kind of undercover and so doc trauma offers her this device that will make her appear more salacious uh, as a as a fashion model and some of the uh, dialogue here is kind of a bit of what I was talking about with the stuff that might grab a few people the wrong way uh, and then um, Black Hat's kind of going through with it so they're both kind of looking like they're being prepped for surgery when in fact they're going to start some shenanigans to save the day um, MJ's more sneaking around trying to get Spider-Man out, who's still completely in costume, because the plan is to wait for Mr. Negative, who's an associate, I guess, to come and unmask Spider-Man, and then they're going to harvest his organs, because superhero organs go for a mint, apparently, on the black market, which, eh, I think that tracks. So, MJ's able to pull down Peter and this is the one part of the comic that does still kind of get in my craw is that when Peter wakes up he says there is no Peter there is only Zool which I don't know I feel like the better Spider-Man comics balance the humor such that it's like when he's winning or when he's trying to keep things light or something but when he's just been drugged waking up and like just coming out of dire straits usually he reacts like the humor is something more he has to put on than kind of his first reaction in most cases when it's do or die and i don't know i feel like the balance of that is important because that gets the heart of kind of the character and how he feels about things and this kind of to me doesn't feel like the version of spider-man i prefer i guess it just feels like a saturday morning cartoon more so than a character beat i guess and it just irked me but uh from there, it's a pretty quick mop-up of the goons, and there's a big punch-em-out, which is fun. And then we got a couple pages of MJ and Felicia kind of bonding and becoming friends, and Peter swinging away, you know, saying, Oh no, my two exes are friends. They're gonna talk about me. This can't be good. I, I don't know. It's fun, but as with the last Fred Van Lente story, there's just some parts that feel like they take away from the greater whole and from what could have been a really great story uh, but still I think it's worth checking out I think it's a fun corner of the Spider-Man continuity and just fun to see characters interact that normally don't get to play off of each other especially when they're the two of the most interesting characters that you know aren't Peter <laughs> so there you go. By and large, I mean, I think, you know, if you can snatch up, like, the two trades or just find, like, some stores bundle short runs like this or you find them on eBay like this, uh, 
it's a fun little run that I think uh, packs more punch than a number of other shorter Spider-Man B-title runs. So, good stuff. But for Untold, uh, this is kind of an end of a little aside I've been doing. But next is going to be something new, something different. There's a new co-host and it's going to be exciting and you guys are going to have to tune in to check it out.